Good evening, everybody. Welcome to our YouTube channel, Fast CPA and Consultants. I'd like to introduce our CPA, Fulton Abraham Sanchez. Welcome, Fulton. Thank you, Sarah. If this is your first time visiting, a few months ago, we started this series, Tax Talks, where you send us your questions through email, social media. And today's topic, we have tax consequences for U.S. real estate investors in various states. So are we ready to begin? Yes. Okay. First question we have, what are the benefits of having an LLC as your main structure in real estate in various states? Okay, the first, um, say the first benefit that you have, that you get when you have an LLC is the limited liability protection. But for that limited liability protection, that means that your, whatever you are, in risk, whatever you put in risk in, in the company or for the company is the amount of your investment. If anything happens, no one will come after you and your personal assets. So that is a limited liability protection. But for that liability, for that limited liability protection, be effective, the DLC, the limited liability company needs at least two individuals. That's the first, the first premise that you need to take into consideration whenever you're forming an LLC. Usually whenever you buy um, property in one state, you are supposed to have the LLC in that state form because the, usually the state only allows companies that are registered in the state to do business. So, if, you are, if your strategy is to buy real estate in separate states, many states, ideally you should have one LLC for each state where you are planning or you buy the property. And then all these LLCs will flow or will pass through to a single entity that could be another LLC or an S corporation. We recommend an S corporation and that S corporation that is getting or is receiving all the income from the LLCs in separate states is the one that flows to you. So we have a, a structure composed of several LLCs that go state by state and they own property in that state. And then all these LLCs are owned or and flow the profits to the S corporation. And this S corporation is the one that flows to you personally, and then you pay taxes with that. So, that's an ideal structure um, for an LLC. And the benefits, as I said before, is the limited liability protection. Why we, we suggest this kind of a structure? Because remember, it is not a good idea to concentrate all your, all your um, assets into one single company. Let's say that you have one company in one state and then you start registering that company in separate state or you buy with that company in other states, then you are concentrating into one single entity. You are putting all the companies in, into that entity. That is a concentration of risk that if you do not have enough uh, umbrella insurance protection, it could, it could at one point, it could mean that you are not as a covering for all the risk that you have in this bulk of properties that now you're gonna have. Got it. Understood. And what are the best states to have an LLC if you're a real estate investor in several states of the USA? 
um, that depends. For example, if you are, oh, well, okay. As I said before, the best state to have an LLC is the state where you buy the property in. That's the best state you buy in Colorado, you have an LLC in Colorado. You don't have a, um, an LLC in California and then you buy property in Colorado because it doesn't make sense. Um, but the best state is always the state that doesn't charge income tax in addition of the federal um, state tax in addition of the, of the federal income tax. Now, it, we also have to remember that uh, real estate, whenever we have an LLC or a S corporation, the LLC will not pay taxes at the state level because it's an LLC. And the LLC means that if there are two individuals, the LLC will be taxable, not at the personal level, and it will not be taxable either. It will not be taxable at the company level, on the company level, because the LLC will flow the profits to the individual or to the individuals. But then because of the structure of the LLC, these type of companies only pay taxes at the federal level. So there is no state income tax for LLC. That is the virtue of an LLC. But remember, for that to work, the LLC needs to be two individuals, two, two partners. Because if you have an LLC with one partner, it will be, it will be the, uh, something that is called a disregarded entity. And also the courts will not recognize um, the LLC as a separate entity. Therefore, it's like it will not exist. So the courts will not protect you for, third, for, for any third party liability because you are not an LLC in reality. And, the, and also the IRS will not recognize you as a, as a separate entity. Therefore, when you have an LLC, one single individual, it is like there is no LLC and then you are taxable at the state level and also at the, at the federal level. That's why it's very important that you have an LLC with at least two members, not only for limited liability protection for the court protection, but also at the level of the state, wherever there is a state, uh, state income tax, like in New York, uh, you have to pay, and you have an LLC with one member, you have to pay the two taxes, the state income tax and the, and the um, federal income tax. That's why uh, the best, the best to avoid state income tax if you live in an, in an state where there is income tax is to, in, to open or to form your LLC with two members. That, that way will shield you for any uh, state income tax. And if you are, if you are for example, if you are a, a US citizen, as I said before, ideally you have to have an LLC in that state. It's then where you buy the property. And then from that, you have an S corporation. And then from the S corporate, the corporation that owns the LLC. And then this S corporation is the one that flows to you. Um, I know that many times people say it's better, the best place to, to open an L, um, a company is Delaware or, or Wyoming because of taxes. But it all depends. Uh, all the strategy that you have. As I said before, we advise that the company, the LLC, should be open or formed at the state where you are planning to buy the property because 
the estate where you buy the the estate will require that when you are doing the close. So there are also there is no there is no too much of a benefit to open a company in a in, in that state like Delaware or Wyoming because that state only give you the secrecy of not revealing the name of the partners of the owners of the company. But in addition, remember, you cannot or it will not be advantageous to buy property in California with a company with an LLC formed in Delaware. Doesn't make sense. But the best um, application of a, let's say, limited liability protection strategy is to make sure or to always remember that the place where you buy or you invest at in is the place where you have to form the company. That is something that you, you have to remember. One. Second, if you are if you are located in one state that is taxable with its state income tax, you better form an LLC with two members. That is the best as a structure, the base consideration that you have to have whenever you are planning to open and uh, to start, start in real estate and open an LLC. Got it. And our third question is, what is the correct way to establish an LLC for real estate investors in various states for the IRS to consider at the tax level? Okay. The best way is to open an LLC, as we said before, in each state. Mm -hmm. Once you have an LLC in each state and you have two members in that, uh, in that LLC, It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to have a, a different name. It could be the same name in every single state. And in addition, you can also register the company, yeah. your LLC, as you open, let's say, in Texas, and then you buy property in Minnesota or in Arkansas. Then you also register the company in Arkansas or in Minnesota, and it's going to give you, it's going to is going to register the company is going to give you that limited liability protection because you are you are uh, say that at a certain point you are legalizing your company or you're formalizing your company making it formal the company in that state because unless you if you want to do business in one state here in the US you have you have to be registered in that state you cannot i've seen cases for example that people move from California to Florida and they keep And they open a company here that is the same company as in California, but then they have two operations. They, 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 want, they have one here and one in California, but they can close the one in California and have the one here in Florida. But at the beginning, from the beginning, when they move from California to Florida, they register the, 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 the Californian company, they register in Florida because that is required to do business. Now, Once you have that structure, you buy in one state, two states, thir uh, three states, depending on what, what is the strategy that you have and, and what kind of property you, you plan to buy. Once you have formed your, your LCs, now the next structure is, as I said before, the, the, it could be another LLC, but uh, it will be better if it's an S corporation. So S corporation is for administration. It will be the owner of all the LCs. And then the LLCs are the entities that carry or hold uh, the entity that 
or say one, two, three entities that hold the real estate individually. Do not concentrate in, in one single entity, all of the properties, because it is too much of a risk. And if you do that, it will be better if you, if you, if you get a good insurance, liability insurance protection enough for um, any kind of liability that, that, that you may risk having in this business of real estate. Got it. And our last question is, what type of, stack of tax strategy is recommended for real estate investors in various states in the USA? Uh, the good thing about real estate is that um, whenever you are whenever you are operating your real estate investment, there is something that is called depreciation. So when you apply the depreciation to the um, the depreciation of the property to the in, to the expenses, you add the depreciation as an expense. It is usual that the profits of the, that the company doesn't have any profit, that the activity doesn't have any profit, but losses. So the, the, the activity itself of real estate gives you something that is called a, a, a tax shelter. And that tax shelter is the depreciation. The depreciation of the property that if it is a residential, you depreciate in 27.5, or if it is a commercial, you depreciate in 39 years, will give you a big expense or a big deduction that will reduce or will make your, your, the activity of the company will make a loss, will make it a loss. And because of that, the loss will contribute to the tax return, but it will, as it is a loss, it will not create any kind of taxes. So the activity itself of real estate, if applied the depreciation, it is it will give you a tax shelter that will shield the, the income of that real estate activity from taxes. Now, you have to be very careful if you plan to sell this in the foreseeable future, three to five years, because the depreciation, even though it's expensed out in one year, when you sell the property, you have to recapture, you have to retake that depreciation. So the depreciation that allow you to, allowed you to pay no taxes during the years that you operate the, the property, that you rent the property out, in the, year, in the year that you are going to sell the property, is what all that depreciation is going to be recaptured. And that recapture means profit for you. And the profit means taxes. That's why you have to be very careful. If you plan to sell in the foreseeable future, we will recommend not to take tax, not to take uh, depreciation because it's, depreciation is only to defer your, 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 your taxes. The income is on, the profits are only deferred. So if you plan to sell it in three years, better not to take depreciation. And then at the end of the well, at the end of the of the deal, when you are selling the property, you don't have to recapture that amount of, of depreciation that is going to create more taxes for you. Now that is for that is for the, the disposal of the of the of the property itself. If you plan to have separate estate investment, is the same the same strategy. 
even though the, 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 the states deal with, with uh, activities separately and each state has its own regulation and its own laws, at the, at the end, uh, taxes are, for, for real estate within an LLC, taxes are federal. So there is no taxes at the state level. It is only when you have um, an LLC with one member and that the company LLC is disregarded. And then it is the member of the LLC, the, the one member, the owner of the LLC, when there is only one member, is the one who will be responsible for tax. But better not, better to carry for asset protection and for tax, uh, let's say tax minimization or for tax strategy, the, the, to carry your, your property into an LLC with two members. The same strategy goes for all the states. Um, as your LLC is federal, then you will not be subject to a state income tax because you are going to have, or you must have your LLC with two members. That is the, the most basic requirement for real estate investment using a tax shelter as a tax strategy. That is real estate and depreciation. Got it. So that's all of our questions for today. Thank you, Fulton, for your time and information. If you have any questions, you can send them to our email or social media. We do have an exclusive group on Facebook. We'll put the link down below. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you on the next video. Yes, thank you.